Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Main Street Marketers on 88.7 WJMF, the beat of Bryant University. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in and listening whatever time you happen to be listening to this on the internet. Uh, <laughs> the Main Street Marketers is a program um, aimed to help uh, entrepreneurs and other small business owners um, in uh, their quest for marketing knowledge. And uh, to do that, we bring in uh, lots of uh, small business owners and people and marketers in the small to medium-sized business area um, to kind of share some of their stories and some of uh, the things that have worked and some of the things that they haven't. And I try to bring in uh, interesting business owners whose marketing I respect. And um, one, uh, my guest today is someone that I've known for, I think close to like four or five years now um, and uh, does a uh, does a great job with her marketing. And that's uh, Krista McRae. Uh, she owns a company called Organizing in RI um, and she's an organizational consultant. And uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about her business and how she markets herself. So Kristen, thank you very much for coming in. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, my pleasure. Excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. No. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so Kristen, we have known each other. Um, I think we first met. We were in a, a networking group in Cranston. Yes, um, <laughs> the leads group on Thursdays. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was like the pit of misery. No, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm no longer part of that group. Right yeah, now, me. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, we were, um, and we've kind of, and uh, if you um, if you're in Rhode Island and you're a small business owner and you're in the networking scene, you've definitely run into Kristen at some point <laughs> because she's very very active uh, in the area. Or if you've uh, you've watched um, you know any of uh, maybe the local news outlets or uh, on the websites you've seen her because she's very visible. So I thought she'd be a good guest to come in for that. So, um, so Kristen, you know, you, um, you have this organizing business. Tell us a little bit about organizing and RI and exactly what you do. So I help people get organized, saving them time and money, decreasing their stress levels and helping them become more efficient and more productive. So it's a matter of helping people in their businesses, whether you're, you have paper clutter, whether you just need time management skills, but getting better with those. And then your homes, your kitchens, your bathrooms, your closets, whatever it may be to help you save time and money in your home. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So somebody is, you know, they're kind of overwhelmed in their life. You know, they're just kind of, you know, kind of wasting time trying to find things, whatever that may be. And now, you know, you kind of come in and, you know, kind of how, do, how does your process work with them? So, so most of the time, 90% of my clients will call because they're overwhelmed, they're stressed out, they're anxious, they're embarrassed, all of the above. Mm. And then I'll come in, do a little consultation with them, talk to them about, you know, what's bothering them, what's stressing them out. And then we sit, I walk through the house actually, I, they show me the different areas of the house or their business, and then we sit and have a conversation about what their vision is going forward, how they want to function. Maybe they just can't, some people are so overwhelmed that they get so overwhelmed and they don't do anything, they just mm. shut down. Yeah. So I'll come in, talk to them, it's a little conversation at first, we don't just jump right into like tearing apart <laughs> Start the house. throwing things away. No. Yeah. <laughs> this exactly. is gonna go. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a conversation and then we talk about, um, we get into the process, we start decluttering a little bit and then categorizing, itemizing, and then we have this empty space where we just unloaded and now I talk to them about, okay, how do you want to function going forward? I ask those questions about, you know, how do you want to grab things? How, what, what do you see yourself doing in this space? And then we, we create systems and the systems are based on how my clients function, not mm. on how I function. Because when I leave them, they have to function in that space. So you're not trying to like, you're not necessarily selling them a box and having them fit into it. It's really exactly. kind of, okay. Yeah. Everybody's different. Every person's different. Everybody functions differently. The process to get you to that system yeah. is the same, like the decluttering process and mm. categorizing. But when it comes to actually creating those systems, everybody functions differently. So the systems I help them create are based on how they function. Hmm. I like what you said earlier, where you like you start, you start with a conversation and kind of 
of establish a goal as far as how they would like their organization or kind of their lives to kind of to run, and then right. you kind of like you work a plan backwards. Because exactly. that's kind of how I work, and I like that. Yeah, I like that you a lot, have to so. because some people will just say, "Oh, I just want to go into this room and start." You know, I want to get rid of stuff, and I, and I want to get organized. But it's not. It's so much more than getting organized. It's thinking about where your distractions are, where you're losing focus. It's all that that leads up to that physical organizing process that I have to take care of first because it's not just about. The physical organizing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, you got to get past all the, the mental clutter and you know the yeah. overwhelm first. So this is one thing that always interests me. Like if um, uh, I had uh, I, I heard a very interesting phrase from um, from a web designer and he was one who uh, he helped me uh, in the beginning of starting my first website um, and just forever I couldn't get him the stuff you know that he needed and everything yeah. like that and I just and it was funny because like I'm always on clients about getting me their stuff right. and um, <laughs> he, he he surmised it and um, the uh, the cobbler's children have the worst shoes. <laughs> And uh, I I wonder like if it's uh, and it's kind of true like I I worked in the uh, in the car business for a while and all the mechanics had like you know these dilapidated cars that needed all kinds of work mm-hmm. and it's just like the last thing you want to do like when you get done doing something all day is like to actually then do it for yourself so like are you organized Very at home organized. too or, yes okay. I have so to we be wouldn't organized. walk in your house and like see everything everywhere then God okay. no no <laughs> in, in order for me to get people organized I have to have that skill set to transfer it to them sure yeah so yeah people ask me that all the time <laughs> is your house organized yeah it's super organized it, it, there's a home for everything we live very simple. So there's not a lot. I have just what I need. My husband and I have just what we need. And we function with that. And there's a home, things come out, they go back in. Mm. We're in a really good system in, in the household. Trained. I have <laughs> trained very well. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, so it works, it works well. You have, it ha- you have to be organized in order to be in this business. Cool. So what was it about organization that like really kind of like was kind of like in your soul that like made you want to start a business from it? So I've, my dad owns his own business. He's been, he's a landscape architect, owns a tree nursery. He's been in business since the 40s. And I always wanted to have my own business ever mm. since I was a young girl. I went into retail management. I have a degree in retail management from CCRI. And I always wanted to have like a retail boutique or something like every... But my dad was like, it's never the right time. You know, it has to be the right time. So he sure. kind of pushed my dreams off for a little. So um, went into retail well, it's for a while. Smart. Um, yeah. <laughs> at least today, like, you know, avoiding the retail. Exactly. It was kind of when you look back on it, right? it's kind yeah. of a good thing. So I, um, I had my degree in retail management, worked at The Gap for a long time as a manager, left there to become a medical secretary, went back to school to be a medical secretary, and I started in medical. Mm. So I'd go in as medical secretary, administrative assistant, running the office with just one doctor. I bounced around for 20 years in all these different offices. I even moved to Atlanta for a year Mm. to run an um, oncology office, Mm. radiation oncology. I was the office manager there. And I came back and I jumped into more medical offices. And I was always finding myself attracted to these disorganized, chaotic (laughs) offices. And I I can fix you. I can fix you. (laughs) And I can help you. I could see people doing steps in 10 steps. I'd be like, I can get that down to two steps. Wow. So I liked running, helping these offices get it back on their feet, recouping money. I recouped millions of dollars for one office that was really in the red and they couldn't, you know, the billing office was a mess. So I recouped tons of money for them. Mm. So I did that for a long time. Then I even went into personal training. So I was a personal trainer for a while. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know that. I was a dancer for 30 years. So I decided I wanted to be a personal trainer. So I got certified. That was the closest thing I had to having my own business back then. That was in the early 2000s. Okay. So then um, I went back into medical. So I've done so many things, but everything I've done has led me to where I am today. Well, organization seems like kind of like that common thread through all of that. Yeah. So I knew there was a need for this. So I said, you know, I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to put it all out there and I refuse to fail. Hmm. And I started my business and it's been almost six years and I do this full time and it's been so successful. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. So it led me, all these jobs have led me to this one 
So it sounds like, I mean, you get, I mean, you definitely, it sounds like you get like gratification out of being able to kind of take somebody who has just like, you know, whether that be in a business, you know, set or, or, a, home, or yeah. a home set, just to kind of be able to take this person from, you know, chaos into, I love you know, it. this yeah. well, I, do, I love helping people in that sense because it's after I see like their, their smiles on their faces, their energy, they're just energized and have this new, like new life really because they did. I helped them do something that they couldn't do, and I got them to that space. So right. it's fun. Interesting. Yeah. Um, if you were to be able to describe your business in one sentence, what would that sentence be? My business. Um, it's I'm successful. Okay. It's a successful business. It's a, a a niche definitely that not many people do in this state, and it's just I'd say organized, efficient. Well, let me ask you the same yeah. question in a different way. How do you yeah. think a customer would describe your business? Like, you know, from like your products, you know, like you're from your service offering, like how would they describe like organizing an RI or Krista McRae, do you think? Somebody who could change their life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's what I've been told before. So it's, just, it's great. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you in a rut and you can't get out of it, you want to call me to come and help you get out of it. All right. Basically, <laughs> pretty much. So yeah. now you're-, you're Not you're, to brag. <laughs> no, hey, listen, I mean, I've seen your I've seen your quotes. I've seen your testimonials. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, what's funny is I have another client that's also uh, does professional services. And yeah. like, you know, they uh, they won uh, this award in, you know, in, in, in East Greenwich. It was, yeah. um, and it was, I, I forget, it was like a wall of honor or something like that. And they were like, you know, so this is happening. Like, do you think this is something that we should promote? I'm like, absolutely. They were like, well, I didn't want it to be like, like, you know, patting myself on the back, but it's like yeah. in professional services, like you are the product. We ha- I have to pat myself on the back. Exactly. <laughs> like if you're the product, like, you know, you can't hide like, you, you have know, to be the, confident. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. if you had something cool happen to you, let people know about it because yeah. that's only just building value in the product, which is you. So, yeah, and some yeah. people say, oh, you're always bragging about yourself. Well, really, no, like I'm just taking what other people and just like transferring out. I mean, you have to be confident when you're a small business owner and when you're an entrepreneur. You have to be or you'll never get anywhere. Well, I've, I've said many times on this podcast series that it takes an irrational sense of confidence to be able to be a successful entrepreneur. <laughs> exactly. so. You can't, you just don't, you, you can't allow, you, you have to have the mindset of I'm not going to fail, I'm not going to fail and I'm just going to throw thing, the spaghetti at the wall and whatever hits, it hits and you have to. You can't be afraid. And you, you can't, can't be, be afraid, afraid to make mistakes. You, you can't ha- be afraid to make. You mistakes. You have to go in assuming that you're going to screw some things up and you're going to make mistakes. But it's where you learn from those mistakes that yes. are going to necessarily define whether you become a success or a failure or not. So Exa- I'm with you 100. Exactly. On that. Yeah. Um, so as one th- part of our show, um, you know, because marketing is just such a creative, um, it, it's a creative process, and I feel like uh, music really lends itself to that. I mm-hmm. ask all my guests to come in and bring in their top five favorite songs of yeah. all time, and I got to admit, your top five uh, <laughs> is up there in my favorite top fives of, uh, of the ones we've had. Generally when I'm, uh, I have to prepare this sheet of, you know, kind of preparing the segments and things like that. Music and is can, like everything to me. Oh, like, good. Yeah. I'm a, I can't it, dancer for 30 years. Like music is like in me. It's well, just, it, it came yeah. through because, you know, usually when I'm like, so I'm, I usually get the times of all the songs and I have to go on YouTube and like, and uh, I usually, there's a couple eye rolls usually at some of the choices <laughs> in there, but I gotta be, all five of yours were strong. Thank so, you. <laughs> um, these are in no particular order, but the first one was uh, Shaka Khan. Uh, yeah, she was my first concert. Really? In 86, I think. She no was kidding. At Work tent. I, I don't even the, know what that is. Oh, the Warg tent was on Ball Hill, on Quaker Lane, Ball Hill Road. Okay. Back in the day, it was like literally a tent, like a huge, like outdoor amphitheater. <laughs> oh, okay. Really? And um, all these great acts used to come there. God, it's not obviously not there anymore. It was awesome. They took it down. But um, yeah, and I saw her there. Shop okay. Awesome. So, uh, so was that my made it in your top five? That was, I'm sorry. Was that why you made it in your top five, this song? Yeah, just because I love Shaka Khan. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) All right, so with that, uh, this is uh, Shaka Khan, Ain't Nobody, on uh, the Mainstream Marketers on 88.7 WJMF, the beat of Bryant University.
We are back on the Main Street Marketers on 88.7 WJMF, the beat of Bryant University. I am your host, Glenn Fontaine with all this advertising, and we're here with my guest, Kristen McRae of Organizing an RI. Is it Organizing an RI or Organizing Rhode Island? Or organizing an RI. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Um, so um, uh, getting back to what we were uh, finishing up talking about, about your, um, you know, you'd wanted to, you know, have a business your whole life. Um, so now you're doing it. What's your, what are your favorite parts about it? What are your least favorite parts about it? Best parts about it, I love working with my clients. I enjoy that interactive. Like I like to hear about what, what they're struggling with and then take those struggles and help them help mm. them dissipate. Yep. So I love that. Um, I love having my own business and being able to work 100 hours a week if I want. Nobody's telling me I'm working too much or not working enough. <laughs> like I can get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and write my article for Go Local Prov if I want and no one's going to tell me, oh my God, you're at work too early. <laughs> That's what I love. So, And basically what I don't like about it, I mean, not... Not that I hate it, but working seven days a week, 24 hours a day is right. basically my business. So yeah. if you want it to succeed, you have to put everything into it. And I find sometimes that Sundays, Sunday mornings, Saturdays, Friday nights, like I'm working. Right. So when I'm yeah. not with my clients, I still have that back end stuff of writing and I have other things going on with the business that I need to handle. So that's when I need to mix that in between my clients. And most of the time, it's the time when nobody else is working. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> me, and, uh, me and Nolan actually had this conversation when we did his podcast a few weeks ago. It's like, you know, when you see, you know, 
like, it, you know, that flexibility does afford you some, you know, like the time that, you know, could be two o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday that you could like, you know, go and like, you know, you know, have lunch with a friend who's from in from out of town and everyone's like, oh, cool. You could get off of yeah. work. It's like, well, dude, you're not getting <laughs> the emails I'm getting at like, you know, one in the morning. Exactly. Like, you know, so it's, yeah. So, but it's great that I can make my own schedule too. Right. So yeah. if I want to go away next week, I can go away and not have to say you can't take vacation time. Like I don't like the people over me saying you can't do this. And I yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. like, yes, I can. It's my business. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. Um, so I wanted to, um, so I want to get into a little bit of your marketing, sure. uh, but this was one thing that's always fascinated me about your business. So, you know, I, I think that one problem that, you know, we all have as humans is, is an issue is kind of like a lack of self-awareness, like, you know, and not, some people have it in spades, some people, and almost to a fault and, you know, they're super critical of themselves and some people are just <laughs> totally so on critical. the opposite, op yeah. on the opposite spectrum. Um, so when you find, when somebody finally does call you, is there like, kind of like, a, like a moment that's happened in their life that's like kind of been the tipping point. They're like, okay, I need help. Or is it like just kind of like a gradual build that, you know, they see like something that you put out there either through social or they've seen one of your interviews and that's like the impetus that it's like kind of caused them to reach out to you. It's both. Most clients call me when they hit their breaking point. Okay. But that, that being said, someone will call me and say, I saw your article, I saw your something in, a year ago and okay. I'm just calling you now. Yeah. So marketing has been the most challenging for me when I started my business because I don't know where the disorganized people are. Right. Like it, they could be, it could be anywhere. Yeah. And so I struggle with that a lot to this day. I struggle with it, but not so much because now I'm really busy and my the clients have basically just been coming from all over because I've established myself. So well, well. you've had a, you've had you know six years to be able to build a funnel, it, basically. So like you know, and it was it, so important to build it in the beginning because now I can kind of hang back a little bit and not be so stressed out about where my clients are coming from. Right. But yeah, going back to just it. it I forget what we were just talking about, but the, what um, we were just kind of talking about, like, is is there like kind of like oh, yeah, a so, moment that yeah. happens that are like, oh my god, like I need I need help now. Yeah, so like, people or, will. It's mostly they're at a breaking point, but okay. they might have seen something a year ago. So it's not usually it's not immediate. Sometimes it is. It's, it's very it, it fluctuates. Some people might have gone through a divorce and are calling me like a year later, or a family member may had died like last week or mm. passed away last week, and they need to get organized with everything like this week. So oh, it's okay. all different scenarios. Yeah, somebody might be moving. They decided last minute they need somebody to help them pack them up, or somebody may be moving into the state and saying, "I need my house organized by next week." So. It's all different. Okay. All different scenarios. Do you find that most of your clients are coming to you kind of for like for that like kind of one time fix? Like, you know, that there's this event happening and I need help with this, or is it more of an elongated I have clients that have been with me for six years. Really? Okay. Yes. I have clients that I go to once a month. I have clients that I go to once a year, twice a year. I have clients that have used me once and never called again just because they needed they moved here, got unpacked, I unpacked them and that was it. Or they moved packed not to move. And I have clients that have been with me six years that are now out of the state that ha from the beginning, and then I help them pack up and move too. Okay. So it's I have all different scenarios. So yeah. it's, it's pretty cool that my it's not like a I don't have like a cookie cutter business where every day is the same. Okay. So like people kind of so it's something that you know you're able to kind of create that system for them, and then just kind of the rest of it is almost just kind of like maintenance. Yeah. Okay. Some then. people don't want to open their mail every month, so they kind of <laughs> do it for them. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Well, I, I wonder, because like, I was, because uh, I wondered, like, you know, if you did, like, kind of, like, such a great job, like, kind of setting up that system that they may not necessarily need you anymore, but it, it's, you yeah, know, people are like likely to room. kind of fall, you know, file likely back into their old Most habits. Do. Or, yeah. Most do. So they'll call me again. Or it's like, let's do my closets this month. In two months, let's do my kitchen. Then in two months, let's do my basement and then, you know, do the paper. So it's like the whole house, but it's broken up into sections too. Yeah. My yeah. my wife's a marriage therapist. So she kind of, she runs oh, into awesome. the, she's, 
she's very like cut and dry and like she'll tell people right out front from the gate like if you're here to just complain like don't waste my yeah. time don't waste your time I'm not the therapist for you like she's very like she's very much like in, in yeah. the sense that like what is your goal like okay this is the work that's gonna be required to do it right. and you know we're gonna get to there right. and you know she fixes people like pretty quick like she's not the therapist that you go to for years and years yeah. so like yeah. she'll like fi- ha- you know uh, you know accomplish her goal and you know they'll you know she'll recommend like you know sort of maintenance and they're like oh no we're fine we're fine we're fine and then like six months later they're calling again because they're back to where right, they, where right, they were right, before. Right. Yeah, so I don't so. get on my clients if they can't maintain it. People are busy. Kid, they have kids, and I don't yeah. mind. It keeps me in business. No, I get that. <laughs> um, so, what are the kind of what are some of the common issues? Um, that, like, so organization, kind of on a macro level. But is yeah. it stuff that you know? Is it like paperwork mostly, or is it like closets? Like, what are like kind of the common you know the common issues that you seem to face when it's a when people mix. Call you in? Um, a lot of paper. People are like people think because we're in this digital age that paper is going to go away, but it's not. It's not going to go away. And people think an app is going to solve a problem, but when you're disorganized, like it's not. It's not a magic wand to help everything go yeah. away. Papers a lot, closets, kitchens. It's it's so funny. It varies every month. It like goes in like like different yeah. flows. But um, I've stayed away from garages and basements lately, just because I I don't feel like I need to be in those places anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I just basements are tough with my allergies and like if there's well, I mean that's kind of I, I think that's that's a determination that a lot of small business owners sometimes fail to make because is that you know you're when you're new you're so used to just taking on any business you take you everything can get. exactly um, so and I then back. yeah and then you start realizing that like well maybe my talents are better focused on specific areas exactly. you know what I mean and then I can kind of let the other guys kind of take those projects on and yeah. I, I run into that a lot too. If yep. there's like, if it's a certain client that has a product that I just feel feel like that I'm like really and I can kind of envision buying or like the relationship isn't there with the client, you know, I'm t- to the point luckily now, knock on wood, where yeah. I can say, you know, hey, listen, I'm not your guy. But. Exactly. If I'm having a slow month and someone calls for a garage and it's May, I'll be like, yeah, I'll take it. Like not a big deal. Yeah. I'll like put my rates up a little bit for that. But yeah, so um, uh, kids rooms, kids big, like have been big lately, really? organizing kids, teens. Um, but it, it's, there's so many different facets to the organizing. It could be anything. So I've, I've hit on everything, but, um, paper's probably the biggest and then closets cool, and people's businesses. All right. That's a big one too. So like back to marketing, this was, yeah. uh, this was another reason I thought you'd be really interesting to come in because, um, you know, the new sort of trend is, you know, is this like, is this idea of personal branding? Mm-hmm. And you see it a lot with, you know, these entrepreneurs who are essentially becoming like, you know, the front, the front face of their business and kind of establishing, you know, their name as the business as right. opposed to, you know, rather than branding, you know, say organizing an RI, you know, you're really branding, it seems, you know, like Krista McRae, you know, and just kind of making those two synonymous. Right. Um, so was that something, was that like a conscious decision you made when you started doing that? Or was that just kind of something that like you started kind of doing and then the rest of the world kind of caught up with you? On that. My business name? You well, like the- just well uh, by that I mean like you know you've always been like you've been doing like you know I know you've been doing a lot of blogging like you do a yeah. lot of like you know the uh, the TV interviews mm-hmm. like in Go Local Prov and like you've yeah. really started to account- establish your name yeah um, you know as you know as the organizing sort of guru sort of so to speak in the area okay um, and just what's funny now is is that like now that's becoming the very like it, you know in vogue I mean, thing to yeah. do you know yeah, yeah. like myself <laughs> like I hate making my putting my face <laughs> on things but like okay. I just I'm trying to just kind of like go along with like you know. <laughs> Specifically, like on Instagram, you know what yeah. I mean. Like just trying to make myself like kind of synonymous with the business, where I wish I could just kind of keep it at an arm's distance. But yeah. it's what it's what people want to see. So I just right. I was wondering, like, if that was a conscious decision you made, yes. or if it was just like I've got myself. Like that's what I'm going to use yeah, to so kind of promote I, the business. I knew like my service is very personal. I'm coming right. into your home. I'm coming into your business. I'm looking at your personal things. So I wanted them to associate obviously me with the business that I'm coming into your home. I want you to get to know me because I don't want a stranger. You probably don't want a stranger coming into your house that you're right. not familiar with. 
when I started my business, I'm like, first of all, I need to be everywhere all day, like every day. <laughs> yeah. And with that, opportunities started coming. So all the opportunities I have today are because when I first started my business, like I was everywhere. Right. So not that I like I was on your LinkedIn page and they have like 80 like speaking engagements that you've done before like you've like really you've done a lot in yeah that. I've so, given over now it's almost 100 presentations because the uh, library will have me and then people will love it they'll say they want me to come back so I speak on all different topics so every time I go back it's a different topic so I've established those relationships with the libraries and so I I Keep going back. They keep having me. So cool. it just, and then it turns into different presentations. Somebody's there says, it "I seems have a like group." Kind of snowball on itself. It's snowball. Uh, so yeah. I tell people, you really have to put the work in if you want to get out there. You can't just lay back if you're starting a business. Like you need to go, like, and not be afraid. Like the worst I say to myself is, "What's the worst that can happen yeah. if I try and do this?" Right. Probably nothing. That's you know. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> I always I tell myself that, and you know, it, really nothing. I'll, I'll fail, but you know, I'll just pick myself You'll learn up from again. It, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna go into your next song okay. uh, of your top five, and that's uh, by the SOS band. Take yeah. your time. Uh, parentheses. Do it right. And parentheses. That's nope. right. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about the made? The, I love eighties R and B. Okay. Like, oh, love it. SOS band, one of my favorite yep. groups. If you listen to my Apple iTunes, like when I'm at the gym, like it's all eighties R and B. So nice. I just love it. This has been a favorite song of mine since I was little. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we're actually going to play uh, another song after that, um, which is a new edition, a little bit of love, and we'll find out a little bit more about that after this break. But you're sure. listening to The Main Street Marketers on 88.7 WJMF, the beat of Bryant University.
And we are back on the Main Street Marketers on 88.7 WJMF, the beat of Bryant University. I'm your host, Glenn Fontaine from Dauntless Advertising, here with my guest, Krista McRae of Organizing an RI. Uh, you just heard a little bit of love by New Edition, which was the third of your top five. Uh, this was a little bit of a deep cut for New Edition. I hadn't heard the track, but I listened to it. It's, it's great, like very isn't it? classic 80s, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love New Edition? Come on. Uh, it's hard not to. A uh, <laughs> little bit, why this made, any uh, significance why this made in your top five? Or? Uh, it's just got a good beat to it, and yeah? I love New Edition. Uh, fair so. enough. Okay. <laughs> kind of like the preamble like New Jack Swing, like yeah, I, yeah, come on, yeah. right? Yeah, it was, it was good. So, all right, let's get <laughs> back into your marketing. <laughs> no, um, so, um, you had mentioned, you know, that you kind of face challenges with your marketing. What are some of those challenges that um, that you do face, kind of on an ongoing basis? So, not so much anymore because, like I said, six years down. Like, but in the beginning, and even the first few years, it was a struggle to figure out where is my market? Like, mm. who am I marketing to? I know they're disorganized, but are they the busy mom? Uh, is it the business worker that's coming home, the guy who owns a business that's coming home at midnight because he can't find papers he's looking for during the day and it just gets, you know, mm. prolonged? Um, is it the the single college student that's, you know, overwhelmed with paperwork at school and can't get their time management mm. in order? Like, I just couldn't figure out how to rein it in. So that's when I was like, I had to be everywhere to figure out where my target market is. And that's when I started writing and started um, going on these blogs and TV and presentations. And so now it just comes in. I always ask my clients, how did you hear about me? Uh, So I have that, like a a nice spreadsheet going of that. And it comes from everywhere. It comes from everywhere. Well, there's like a line in advertising that um, you know nothing works alone, but everything works together. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I sold radio, um, you know the common refrain I'd always get from clients who were just trying to blow me off: "Oh, radio doesn't work. Oh, radio doesn't work." My answer was, "Well, well you're right. Radio doesn't work by its <laughs> as like on, on its own, like in a vacuum. But it's right. as part of like a marketing mix. Everything, everything does work. And yeah. I think that, you know." One thing that you just you kind of you touched on, which is interesting, is is that like you know you're right. Like there isn't, you know, somebody who lacks organization doesn't necessarily fit into a certain demographic. Like right. it isn't necessarily like men twenty five to thirty four right. are disorganized, while women thirty five to forty four are super organized. Like it, it spans all spectrums. Right. Um, and you know, advertising is funny because it's you know there's been a shift in the last ten years or so that it used to be with advertising. You know, if you were marketing a beer, you know, if Budweiser was launching a new beer and it wanted to market it to men, you know, twenty one to forty four, they'd be doing a good job, you know, targeting a football game. You right. know? So, if, real world example, you know, Tom Brady scores a touchdown, you know, high fives all around, and they cut to that Budweiser commercial. You know, we're not like absorbing things in a vacuum. Like, you know, there's other things that are happening around us, and that's why advertisers need to pay to run that message over and over and over again. Right. Um, you know, which then raises costs because you know, on a third, you know, there's only so many thirty second spots in a Patriots game or the Evening News or whatever that may be. You know, so with the advent of the internet and just this, you know, this infinite space that we have, you know, to kind of put things on that, you know, kind of live in perpetuity, it allows, you know, kind of the law of attraction to kind of settle in where, Mm -hmm. you know, you're creating this content, you know, with through your blogs or these video spots you're doing and everything like that. And they're all hosted online and they're all just kind of there forever. Yeah. um, That should someone's need arise for organization come at two o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday and they're searching for terms that, you know, you're, you're referencing. Exactly. (laughs) So there's kind of like, there's a self-selection that happens there. You're allowing people just to kind of decide for themselves whether they're in need of organization services rather than you kind of doing, you know, you know, millions of dollars of marketing research and everything like that, trying to find out like, you know, a specific demographic to be able to reach out to. So I think that, I think you've done a really good job of that. Thank you. And it validates what I do. You know, I have a lot of free resources out there now that people can read an article that I wrote or see me on Go Local Prov on the video. Like there's so many great resources out there that 
you know, it validates what I do and I have testimonials and I've really built up my business so I don't have to work. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that actually leads me into my next question. So, you know, in this world of content marketing where, you know, we're providing, you know, things of content without necessarily asking for anything in return, you know, how do you, you know, with your business where, you know, it's, you know, you're not selling, you know, a physical widget, you know, you're selling yourself and you're selling your time. Like, how do you toe the line of like, what is too much, what is too much information to give away for free? Like, how do you kind of, how do you, how do you, um, you kind of register that in your head or make that determination. So with my articles, so I've been writing for Go Local Prov now for almost six years. So every Tuesday I write an article. So that's over 200 and something articles. I mm. mean, granted some are recycled and yeah. that. But so that's like kind of my second job that I have to do every week. And then I have every Thursday I go on to do a Facebook Live with them. Then I have my um, my newsletters that I send out once a, once a month. But I find that it really doesn't take away from my business. Like, because you know what? My clients are going to read the article and most of the time they're not going to do they're it. They're not going to, yeah, they're going to need somebody. They to, need somebody to, I'm like a personal sense, yeah. trainer for your your home and your business. Figure it like that. Like if you need a personal trainer to work out, like you could go to the gym if you wanted to, but if you had a personal trainer, right. you'd probably, it would be easier. So uh, yeah, you have you have Yeah, you have some accountability there. Like, you yeah. know, if you decide not to show up for your personal training session on a Tuesday morning, like there's going to be someone who's calling you and calling you out on it. You right. know what I mean? So I, I get that. So yeah. you could read all of my articles, but you you get distracted easily. You don't have the skill set. You just can't figure out how to d- develop a system. So right. that's where you need me. So I figured that over the years too, that most of my clients will read my things, but they need me to help them. I guess now that I'm thinking of it, like with that, you know, theoretically, somebody who is probably disorganized is not necessarily like pick themselves up by the bootstrap type and are just going to be like, I'm going to do this. Right, because if they they did, they would have done it already. Exactly, they wouldn't be reading your articles in the (laughs) first place. Yeah, that makes sense. So I struggled with that for a while. Like I'm giving out all this free information, but it's actually helped me being on the internet, like because when you Google something, I'm the first one that comes up now with all this stuff that I've been doing out there. Excellent. Yeah. So what seems to work best like from everything that you're doing? Is there a best or no, is it all just com- kind of... it's everything. Like I said, when I ask my clients, where did you hear about me? Like I have a sheet that I keep and it's like, there's no one more yeah. like that comes out more than it's all even. So it's great that I'm in all these different places. Cool. Yeah. Um, what are some What are some ideas or marketing ideas that you'd like to try kind of moving forward? I don't know. I think I'm doing it all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I've done video. That... I've done um, online programs. Yep. I'm doing an online challenge right now. I, I have my monthly newsletter, which every time I send out a newsletter, somebody calls. Really? Yeah, okay. every time. Um, I write. I give presentations. I have a, products that I sell that I've developed on my own. What else do you want me to do? <laughs> 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 All right. No, I didn't know if there was like yeah, something like you I know, don't know. I don't know. I want to do something with augmented reality. Like, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I actually want to try doing that. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So um, this one is like an all-time favorite of mine. I had like a um, I had a flashback when I was watching that. It's, uh, Mary Mary J. Blige, real love. Yes, uh, I love Mary J. So just as a quick aside, so this is part of the reason why I like doing this. Is so we can like talk shop about the music and yeah. stuff. But I'm watching the video. Like yeah. it's such a throwback to like what videos like were like. So specifically, like the dancers in them. Yeah. Yes. So like you remember when dan- like backup dancers used to actually do like choreographed dances yes. like and it wasn't just like you know exotic dancers from the local gentlemen's club know, that they'd right? get just like holding a ball of cristal in the back like maybe doing like a little shimmy like it was actual real dancers yeah. like I loved it and then like yeah. the scene with Mary J like in the elevator going up and down I just yeah. it was such Classic a great song. throwback video yeah I know so again what was that early nineties uh, ninety two I think it might have yeah, been yeah so good times nice that's all <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, with that this is Mary J Blige real love and you're listening to the Main Street Marketers on eighty eight point seven WJMF the beat of Bryant University.
We are back on the Main Street Marketers on 88.7 WJMF, the beat of Bryant University. I'm your host, Glenn Fontaine from Dauntless Advertising, here with my guest, Krista McRae of Organizing NRI. Um, okay, so we've uh, we've talked a little bit about your marketing, um, and there's nothing else you'd like to try moving there forward. There is so actually just, one thing, really quick. Oh, you thought of it. Okay, was, cool. I got it from you uh, on your Instagram. What's that? Just when you like put stuff out there on... Um, like you manipulate the video or you do something like crazy like on Instagram. Was there a specific one that you were thinking of? Like there's just, no, but there's some cool ones that you've been doing. Like I've been trying to do stuff that's like out there. But like I don't that, know how to do that. So okay. that's where I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to try. Like just to like get people laughing and get people like, so yeah, that's probably one thing. Cool. Well, I know yeah. a good advertising guy who okay, can help good. you with that. No, just <laughs> <laughs> um, So how do you see, um, so so marketing, but your business, how do you see it changing kind of in the years ahead? I mean, I guess you're kind of, I guess you're kind of sort of like kind of immune from times changing because it's just, you're you're so based on personal relationships. But yeah. do you see kind of like your business kind of like starting to evolve or kind of doing different things or you know kind of the environment and the time that we're in starting to change your business around? I around think it, I'm going to get a lot busier if the parents continue to keep doing everything for their children. When the children grow up, they're going to be like that's true. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I think there's going to be a need for it because a lot of these kids today, their parents are doing everything for them, not giving the kids the opportunity to get organized or yeah. giving them the skill set. And then you have the disorganized parents that can't. Transfer the skill set to the kids because everybody's so busy today with their kids, like mm. running around. Nobody has time to like clean their rooms and straighten their rooms. So I think down the road, when these kids go to college and in the real life, they're going to be my adult clients. I think. All right, <laughs> that's cool. Um, the um, so you know when you're. You know, when, when you're kind of when you're creating your content or like you know mm-hmm. you're thinking about you know kind of the next idea or anything like that like myself yeah. I look at a lot of other brands like sort of for inspiration and not necessarily to rip them off but just kind of you know for little ideas where I'm like oh that's a cool little kernel if I did kind of this with it or like if I did that with that or you know what I mean just yeah. kind of it, it, to get ideas um, what are some other businesses um, whose marketing that you admire that you kind of you think they do a really good job I don't look at too many honestly oh really do you know okay. what I do I look at um, different businesses that aren't in my field and right. I'll say like you know what, well, that's what I, I mean. so, all right, like, so, so, so I was looking at Shape Magazine okay. Shape Magazine they had this online challenge for like 45 days and I'm like well why can't I do that for my business and make it a year like so yeah, I took it yeah. and I made it for a year so I have 30 people in this challenge they paid so much money to be in it for the year and I, I put it out there and I said what's the worst that can happen nobody will sign up and I'll yeah, cancel right. it but actually they all oh, the 30 people I wanted to sign up signed up and I'm running it. So it was just some, I always have the, I'm always thinking every year I like to change my business. Every year I like to grow. Every I don't like to be stagnant and right. I always want to be out there. So that's what I changed this year. Last year I added lifestyle management to my um, business services. Oh really? Oh, so lifestyle tell management. Tell me a little bit about that. So lifestyle management, um, almost like a personal assistant or a virtual personal assistant. Okay. So you need some help with that. So like think of virtual assistant sure. or personal assisting. If you need your resume done or if you need, Something with paper, like you, you that making out your Christmas cards. Like yeah. there are people that are busy that would rather pay someone than do it themselves. Little things. How like did that, that come about? Again, just brainstorming. Yeah. I knew there was a need for it. I pick up on little things that I'm with clients. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a need for this, so I'll put it out there. That and then the year before that, I developed a planner. There's always a planner I had in mind that I wanted to help my clients to main, to keep their time sensitive papers intact. And yeah. so I. I handmade a personal planner and I, I'm going to my third year with it. I've sold 75 each year. And before that, the year before that, I put out a CD. So every year I try and grow my business. I remember when you came out with your CD. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so every year I try and add a little bit, uh, a little bit of 
flare something else to my business to so create life, more income. So the lifestyle is kind of your new thing for 2018, or uh, the online challenge is 2018. Oh, okay, yeah. Last year it was the. Um, I like the online challenge idea because I, I do feel like there's probably like some sort of like a feeling of shame a little bit from a first time exactly. client like that mm-hmm. wants to reach out to you. So like if they can feel that they're part of a group a little bit, they're like, right. hey, I'm not the only disorganized person in the world. Yes, like, you know, I, I, can... I wanted to create a support group basically. Oh, okay. So do you guys do you guys do you meet as a group? No, or it's is a secret it, Facebook all... group. Okay. Yep, and then I send them. Emails Emails and but we worked. I were help them work through this group, so everybody doesn't feel like they're alone. They feel like oh, there's a there's other people out there. Oh, so like you created me. a Facebook group around it, so then you can. Oh, that's really smart. Okay, Thanks. excellent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. I, I think I think like a lot. Like a what can I do next to create another stream of income? Because I'm with my clients three to six hours out of the day. Yeah. When I come home, like I said, I still have other things to do, but I can't be in three places at once. So I right. need to create another form of income that will continue to work while I'm not. Well, you, I mean, you fall into like a, the classic issue of like with personal services, like where you don't have an inventory, like your inventory is your time. Right. So, you know, you can't necessarily scale up. You have to scale sideways. You know? Yeah, uh, exactly. So I imagine that a lot of the clients you have for your organizational services, you're planning on probably adding like the lifestyle services and things like that. So right. you're kind of growing the revenue of the base that you already have. Exactly. Yeah, and then adding sense. those products helps because I'm selling calendars when I'm still working. So yeah. it helps to, you got to always be thinking when you're an entrepreneur, you always have to be. You know, your mind's always going. Excellent. And you got to be organized or you'll never get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked you for businesses that you look to for inspiration for your marketing. Um, it's I more want... corporate, like corporate stuff. Yeah, or, yeah. Cool. Um, my The flip side of that question is, um, and you don't have to name anybody, uh, but uh, what are some mistakes that you find um, or that when, when you see other businesses marketing or what are some... Um, when they're not organized, and I can tell right off the bat. Really? Yeah. If people are showing up late for meetings, like I've done business with other people, like business owners, when they're not showing up, when they're showing up late for meetings, yeah. just the overall presence of the business owner and how they're carrying out their business, like I find that's what I look for. Like, mm. are they efficient? Are they productive? Like, how are they spending their time? Where are they wasting their time? Those are the cues I look for in good businesses. Interesting. Yeah. Excellent. Um, all right. So, um, Kristen, thank you so much for coming in and doing this. We really appreciate um, Thanks for you taking me. the time. Yeah. So, um, please, how can people get in touch with you? Get your get your plugs in. So, organizinginri.com, uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, organizinginri. Uh, 401-323-1165. Excellent. Please, please reach out to Kristen. Uh, she, I've known her for a number of years <laughs> and uh, you'll uh, you'll definitely have a, uh, you'll, she definitely brings a lot of value to the table. So I'd, uh, I'd highly recommend Thanks, her. Thanks, Glenn. Let's get into uh, into the next song in your top five. So there has to be some sort of story behind it. And that's ACDC, Back in Black. I was in high school when I used to listen to this and just, come on, who doesn't love ACDC, Back in Black? It's just it's... like a classic. <laughs> I don't know, it just, it, when you're on the elliptical at the gym, it keeps that you gets going. That gets going, huh? Yeah, <laughs> excellent. All right, so uh, with that, this is ACDC Back in Black, and you've been listening to Main Street Marketers on 88.7 WJMF, the University. Of